0: Time for the Malloy Drive Show podcast. Make every race this spring carnival even more exciting with Ladbrokes. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858
1: 858. Okay, Australia. You know him can count on him. I'm a 50-50 chance. You love him.
2: Hello. Go to the top shelf, ladies. And now, it's his show. Here we go,
1: people. This is Malloy.
2: Hello, Australia. Welcome to the big Thursday edition of Malloy. Hello, Dave. Hello, Mick. Here we go, muchachos. Get ready to rumble. We're going to kick <laughs> off with some world news. Righto. There is a lot going on right around the world. Uh, uh, we're going to America to discuss the heaviest pumpkin. I know. Okay. Sounds crazy. I'm in. But strap yourself in. Yep. It goes off. Hey, bad parenting's up and running. Uh, there's so many examples, uh, some from New Zealand that need to be seen to believe. This is uh, good. Then we'll ask you. Are you a bad parent? Do you know about bad Of course parenting? you are. Fair get on the line. Yeah. Come on. Titus O'Reilly's going to join us. He's got right some us. Ben Simmons updates. Djokovic may not be coming to the Australian Open because he Let's won't see. get jabbed. Yeah. What a dick. Won't let us know. Uh, lots to get through there. Mm-hmm. Gone Wild up and running Righto. is Thursday. Nick Natanui is in the house. Nick He's got Natanui. a children's book up and running. Oh, man. The Song Whisperer. Is out and about. We'll take your calls. We'll take your tweets. So
0: much to get through. What a big Thursday ahead! Let's just jump into it right now. This is Malloy coming up. Nick, Nat, Nui as well. It's a big Thursday, Malloy on Triple M. Now it's time for some world news. <laughs> kuru,
2: kuru, kuru. mi amor. Let's go to India to begin. Mm. Uh, when floods hit South India, it looked as though a young couple would be unable to make their wedding. Oh, no. But they managed to reach the temple by floating through the flooded streets in a giant cooking pot. Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, have a look at it. Have a look at That's them. There huge.
2: they are on a swollen river in a giant pot, uh, which is, I reckon, a cooking being going to your wedding in a cooking pot is a good allegory for what you're about to do. Yeah, that's right. Should be should be on a fire. You should be <laughs> toasting. It looks to me like a
0: wedding korma. <laughs> or is it wedding Rogan Josh? Might I'm not be. Sure. I don't know. I'll have them, Look
1: at them. I'll have
0: a mango lassie with it, that's for sure. That looks really amazing. And the big smiles on their faces, so it's a happy ending in the end. They're in the on the river, they're going to their wedding in a temple in a pot. And they left with cans tied to the back of that giant pot. <laughs> <laughs> clink, 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 clink. That's a big pot. It's massive pot. Who has wow. a pot that big? By the way, no one. I mean, how would you put that in the cupboard at home? That wouldn't fit anywhere. It's a massive imagine, pot. Imagine trying to put it into the dishwasher. Oh, it would never fit. It would never fit. No.
2: Nah. So, well done. Make, get the steel wool out. of it.
0: <laughs> A lot of scrubbing.
2: Oh, mate! Look yeah. at that. That's the bridal pot. <laughs> no, they're in the bridal pot. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, good luck to those two. Yeah. And, uh, that's a good start to World News. I like that. that's a It's that's a feel good story, that one. It's a feel good story. Here's yeah. another good one. We're going to Saudi Arabia now. Uh, they're to launch an enormous oil themed uh, amusement park. Oil themed? Yeah, yeah, it's on an oil rig. What? So they've turned you know. Well, that's what they do, Dave. They are big in the oil. Oh, I don't yeah, yeah. Okay. The the I do.
0: I know that part of the world well. And yes, that's a good. Well, that's a great resource using the uh, the oil rigs for uh, an amusement park. Oh, look ah, at that! It's fantastic. Look at this It looks fantastic. Oh,
2: that's you know instead of it's, you know those things where you chuck the balls, the, it's instead of that. Yeah. To the So it's just stones. <laughs> so it's like a, a stoning where you win a fluffy toy.
0: Okay. There's slides, there's pools on them. Oh, of course, there's a helicopter pad where you can uh, land your chopper, and it's just surrounded by, I don't know, rich yachts, by the looks it.
2: It's the only It's the only uh, theme park in the world where we have to wear hard hats.
0: <laughs> you wouldn't want a tsunami, would you? I, mean, that would, I don't want to be in wow. the mood now. No, but that yeah, would. You wouldn't want to. You'd want to have your sea legs. Look at that. <laughs> really would. That's a great yeah. idea. Because it's just like a disused oil rig they've turned into an amusement park.
2: It's, and they've got, well, got all the bells and whistles. There's about three pools. There's yep. three hotels. There's mm-hmm. a Ferris wheel. Yep. Um, slip and slides. At, slip and slides on the oil. Yeah. I don't slip, know, man. I don't have Mickey, they've got oily. <laughs> look out. Here comes oily. <laughs> this one of the dwarves. It's got grumpy, grumpy, sli- sneezy. Slicky. Oily. <laughs> sticky. Slicky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on fiery, <laughs> look! Don't make me laugh. Don't. Here we go. Oh, now We're going to Holland. Dutch football fan. I love this story. What's uh, this guy is what I call a catch. Mm. A football fan's become an instant hero after effortlessly carrying forty-eight pints in one go. Oh, that's
0: an amazing! I'm looking at the pictures here. That's an amazing effort. Oh, Made forty-eight beers, and he... he's only got two friends. <laughs> <laughs> I... He's like the modern
2: version of the beer wench. Do you remember the beer wench? I do. It was a a terrible episode in Australian sporting history. (laughs) Um, But uh, they used—you could go to the MCG or the SCG—and you could hire a woman who would generally be in like a swimsuit, Mm. and her job all day was to get you beers. And it was called beer wench, and it was advertised. I'm not condoning this, by the way. No, of course, but still, Um, interesting. I couldn't afford one, so I just got my mum to come. (laughs) Got mum to stand at the end of the aisle. Mum, <laughs> mum, another round.
0: We laugh, but seriously, that could <laughs> actually happen.
2: And a super dog. And a super dog.
0: Three, <laughs> super dogs. I mean, and, uh, if you had enough money, up. disposable income, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have a runner for you at the footy or your cricket or whatever. You know, go get you some beers. You know, well, earn some like money. To come- with me to the football next year, Dave. Oh, yeah, I'd I'm, like you to I'm... be my
2: guest. I'll tell you what, I'd be busy all day, that's for you, sure. You, you might... <laughs> wouldn't see any football, I know that. You might want to get an aisle seat. <laughs> yeah, right. Look oh. at this. Now, girls, yeah. I don't know what you're looking for in a man, mm. but that, to me, is the ultimate catch. A guy who's got 48
0: Didn't drinks. spill a drop either, apparently. It's oh, unbelievable. Marrying myself. <laughs> Look at that. Well done, the other yeah. That's a good story. Yeah, that is. Yeah, all good stories today.
2: Uh, well, here's another. Well, no, this has got a sad tinge to it. We're okay. in the U.S. now. What's that? The point? heaviest pumpkin in the world. Yeah, uh, has been disqualified from competition. Do you know why? Why is that? It's got a fingernail-sized crack. Oh, boo.
0: No, you this let the This man grew the heaviest go.
2: pumpkin in the country yeah. this fall, mm. weighing 1,143 kilograms. Oh, baby. Oh, my God. That's a big jack o Oh, yeah, but you don't eat pumpkin, though, do you? Dave, you know I can't eat pumpkin. What? No, is, is there Dave. I can just... eat pumpkin soup, but I can't eat pumpkin. <laughs> On its own? What, with your veggies topped no, up? No, I can't, Dave. Why can't you? Because of Nanny Loy, my nanny, I told you Oh,
0: this. yeah, no, share it with us but now. What happened? She
2: force-fed me mashed pumpkin when mm. I was young and I vomited on my TV tray. <laughs> and I forever associate pumpkin with her flabby upper arm. <laughs> I can talk about her like this because she was an evil, evil woman. Is uh, your nanny, not, though, right? Oh, she was a terrible woman. <laughs> uh, but anyway, she, she had the flabbiest upper arm. Right, and, okay. Uh, she looked like Batman. <laughs> Don't go seriously. out the wind, Nanny seriously, fly away, Seriously Dave She could have yeah. won a Birdman rally <laughs> <laughs> Get <out, Jen>. altitude <laughs> Those old, bat wings Had the old meat curtains out so, And it was just <laughs> <laughs> Alright well I think we might Hey just quickly yes. oh, We've got to go But I just want to go to the, um, uh, the Bouncer shortage Is there? In, in, in the UK uh, oh, They reckon yeah. it's all EU related yeah, But it's a to public going. safety mm. And they've got no bouncers
0: Um I might want to open a travel bubble with New Zealand. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> they got, they got
0: right. have plenty. Indeed. All right, right have export. we done it? We are. That's good. That's comprehensive world news. We've got bad parenting coming. Oh, well done. It was informative. Uh, you no, know, it was mainly all good. Um, mm. Up next, we will be talking bad parenting. If you are a bad parent and you can share it with us, give us a Come call, one triple three five three. Driving you home,
3: this, this is Molloy.
2: What kind of mother
3: am I? I'm a profile of you.
2: I'm afraid I'll be forced to call social services. You know, when I was little, I
3: used to pretend you weren't my mother.
2: Me too. Time now for another entry into the Journal of Bad Parenting. Let's go to America and uh, TikTok. Mm. This has gone viral, believe it or not. A U.S. mum has revealed she doesn't plan to toilet train her son and will instead wait until he asks. Yeah. We aren't going to potty train him at all," she replied. "When he asks how to use the toilet, we'll show him. No. How yeah, that'll be fun till he gets to about sixteen.
0: <laughs> You—that—that's that, the, the wrong way to do it, madam. Mate, that's not good. That's for the not kid, good for the kid right? or Mate. for you.
2: What's he going to learn if he doesn't learn to use the toilet? I mean, eventually he's just going to do it wherever he wants and be like a dog. You'll right. just see him making a little circle right. out on the nature strip." Yeah before he snaps one off. it don't uh no. That's, that's terribly rounded. Round, but round, what about when he goes round to his friend's house and mm. just
0: uh, parks a loaf. Lay exactly. some
2: ca- lay some cable <laughs> right. on the lounge room floor. I'm hearing watching you, mate. Bluey or something. <laughs> that's you know what right. I mean? You know, at some point the kids not going to be asked
0: out anywhere. No because he's just snapping them off at will. You don't want to be pooper-scooping the dog and the kid at the same time in the backyard, you know? You one dog's enough.
2: A, there aren't many, but use the <laughs> I mean, That's, That is go. bad parenting. That is sleep <laughs> bad parenting. But I don't even see what the point is. Is no. it lazy or it's just, no, 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 we want him to decide. Nah. No. No, nah. I'll tell you, go and snap one off in that pot now. You
0: don't want him in nappies until he's, you know, yeah teenager and stuff, No. No, that's, that's a big that's... nappy. There'll be a nappy the size of
2: a beach town. <laughs> what's that? Oh, just, what's yeah. that? You just what's go that? to the beach? No. Just another nappy. Man, what's that smell? My son oh. doesn't know how to use the toot. <laughs> I don't understand. No, I don't even know what you're thinking there. No. Hey, uh, this is a better story. It's still bad yeah. parenting, right. but a four-year-old has called New Zealand okay. Emergency Services uh, to talk about his toys. Uh, have we got the audio? Yeah. Let's listen to this.
3: This is police. Where is the emergency? Hi. Hello. <laughs> i got some toys for you. you got some toys for me? Yep. Come over and
2: see them. Hello? Hi <laughs> there. We've received a 111
3: call.
0: I'm guessing it was child
3: making a
0: mistake there? Yeah, yeah. So
3: just
2: confirming there's no
0: emergency at all? No, there's not.
2: Awesome. You guys have a good rest of your day. <laughs> oh. There will be in a minute when that dad <laughs> smacks the living bejesus no out of kid. that child. And then they, didn't they pass the call on to the police? Yeah, here it is.
0: Comms calls for any units free to hit it. There is a four-year-old there who is wanting to show police their toys. Hello? Yeah, I'll hold things Roger, thank you.
2: I think that's a six one nine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, not another one. Yeah, it's this kind of third boring. this week. We've got to go out. I'm guessing it's a pretty quiet crime day, and you see not much going
0: on. I tell you what I did the other day. All
2: units, all units. Uh, <laughs> child with a Meccano set. Wants immediate advice on strategy. May have cabbage patch doll. Repeat. May have ca- cabbage patch doll. I tell you what I did what, the other what's day. What's the emergency Mickey? number? One one
0: one. One one one. Yeah, we have. Would be funnier zero. it being New Zealand if it was six six six. six. <laughs> I accidentally called triple zero the other day. I had my phone Thank in my pocket, phone. and um, and I was trying to turn the volume up, but I must have hit like I think if you hit it for a certain amount of time, it it starts this alarm, and then it starts dialing triple zero, and uh, so I've had to immediately pull it out and stop it. And uh, anyway, uh, no harm done. Uh, they, they're probably tracing your
2: calls. Maybe they as are. We speak. I
0: do apologise to emergency services. That was. uh i yeah, have hey, got some calls on the line. Chris yeah. is on
2: the line. Chris. Hey. Uh, bad parenting. What have you done?
0: Uh, afternoon, boys. Absolutely awesome show. Yeah, the was out. You. I had the responsibility of looking after the boys. Uh, the cricket was on, sitting there watching the cricket. Uh, they're all happy. Six-year-old was playing in his room. Came out of his room, bub- uh, bubbling, sobbing, crying, oh. trying to disturb me. I said, "Look, mate, you're a man now. That's enough. If you've got something to say, stop the crying."
2: Uh, Seven. He's seven. He's a man. Still
0: (laughs) bubbling. Still crying. I said, look, not going to listen. Not going to listen until you start talking properly. Finally, pulled himself together. Looked me straight in the eye and said, listen, I've really hurt myself. Lifted up his shirt and one of the toy clips, safety clips that he had, had bedded into the flabs of his skin. Oh, ow. And was stuck and was... Um, drawing
2: blood uh, <laughs> stab and himself wow so I, I've, the only other time I've heard of that was uh, when one of Matt Preston's buttons was <laughs> getting into his Stuff. stomach I think <laughs> not something I'm very proud of, but something I'll never Do you know ever. what? I'm going to reward
0: you for it, though. Duke him, Dave. A case of brick Lane draft is on its way. You can get it to Dan Murphy's uh, Chris and Wollongong, but uh, we'll send a slab your way. You get the you. idea. One triple Let's go, people. Bad parenting. We've all done it. Fist up. Give us a call. One triple three five three. For the drive home, this, this is Malloy. We've got Nick Natanui. He's going to join. us. He's got a new kid's book out. Uh, he'll be joining us in the second hour. Titus O'Reilly. He's not far away as well. But bad parenting here where well, you can get involved yeah, if you've had a. An instance of bad parenting, One triple three five three is a number.
2: China has just drafted a new law that will see parents punished if children exhibit very bad behaviour.
0: Oh, no kidding. Have you got the news
2: story there? Yeah, though? yeah, take a listen. China's parliament will move to
3: consider legislation that would punish parents for the crimes or, quote, very bad behavior of their young children. The draft family education promotion law would require guardians of children who commit crimes or partake in very bad behavior to go through a family education guidance <laughs> program. The draft also encourages parents to allocate time for their children to rest, play, and exercise. At-
2: you yeah. know what? Well, I know it's it sounds over the top, but that will work. Puts a lot of pressure back on the family, doesn't it? I think <laughs> you'll find children's behaviour will smarten up pretty quickly when it's the parents who are getting sent to their room, yeah. uh, which would be mild by Chinese standards. <laughs> yes. it'd be Probably more along the lines of being waterboarded <laughs> or just go missing. Okay, uh, parents seem to have gone missing. <laughs> <laughs> young, Jimmy,
0: young, yeah. In Yeah. He knows no, so I it's don't. A uh... beer.
2: That's <laughs> the only Chinese word I'd use, Singtao. It's a beer. Is it? I called it yeah, young singtao. We're Hello. having some problems with young singtow. Okay. Where's mummy um, and daddy? Yeah. You get the idea. There should be more of that. Right. Uh, some of these parents would be severely scolded by the Chinese government. Natalie would be. Natalie, what have you done?
3: Oh, I feel really bad about it. My mm. son was due to go back after the lockdown, you know, back to school. And yeah. I sent it, got him all dressed. The uniform fit perfectly. And I'm like, off you go. And he's like, mum, my shoes are too small. I'm like, no, 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 you'll be fine. Look, they're fine. Sent him off. I think he was at school for probably about four days and he was really complaining about it. (laughs) I took him to go and get fitted finally and he was a size and a half bigger than his shoes.
1: (laughs) Poor
2: little kid. You know what that tells me? That's a long lockdown. <laughs>
3: that that now, is a long lockdown.
2: If you <laughs> want to know how long, where, where are you calling us from, Natalie? It's New I'm South in Wales, Sydney. Sydney, yeah. Sydney yeah. So uh, imagine in Melbourne, he would have been four sizes too. <laughs> I
0: know. Too, right. too, oh my God. Too,
2: too small. That just tells you mm. where we are in the world right now. When you send your kid, Natalie, back to school after lockdown, yeah. and he's growing a size and a half in the foot.
0: In his foot. <laughs> I know. That is all you need to know, Duke Dave. You've got a hundred dollars worth of grilled coming you. Way dinner is Aww. on us, yeah. Grilled burgers, natural, sustainable, and healthy. So, uh, yeah, enjoy it. Well done, Natalie. Thanks for the call. Thanks, so much. Got it. And a pair of clown
2: shoes
1: for your child. <laughs> That's right. Okay, yeah. good
2: on you, Natalie. Dennis is on the line. Dennis, what did you do,
1: mate? I don't know if it's bad or genius. When <laughs> the kids were younger, I taught them how to make me a bourbon and cake. But I would say you make it just like you're making a cordial, right. and the kids <laughs> always make cordial way too sweet. Good point. So, you'd end up with a really nice mix. <laughs>
2: <laughs> kids always so, uh, Do it the same way you do the cordial, kids. There. So that's a good yeah, the, you're it, look. killing a good yeah. inch and a half of bourbon in the bottom of your glass. Uh, there,
0: exactly, mate. It is a really good mix. <laughs> right? A lot oh. of tennises. Yeah. Oh, but, I, still, was... I still do it to this day. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And if they're trouble, you just glass a child. Okay. No. Oh, of hey, course. One, du- yeah. Duke, Dennis, that is yeah. ge- that is parenting well genius. Is 101, right <laughs> I like your style. Case of Brick Lane Draft for you, Dennis. Yeah. Good yeah. on you, mate. Thanks, Thanks Mark. very good much. You got it. Hey, Mark, what did you do? Hey, Mark. Hey, here you go, mate? You're mate, um, when my first child with my son was born, I stayed home for the first year and I was changing his cloth nappy. Mm. Put the pin through the nappy, through his skin, back through the nappy, and yeah, he started screaming for some reason. Poor Ow. bugger! Ow. Oh, tell I realised what. He... Oh,
0: come <laughs> oh. on, Ow. you know the poor bugger. Yeah, yeah. So. the good, poor bugger is eh? no,
2: he's been strung up like Richard Harrison, a man called Horse. <laughs> yeah, you can't put a pin. You know what? Hey, Mark, I'm onto you. You're just trying to get out of doing the nappies, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, that's what that is. Well,
1: yeah, well, you know, but no, hey, you. Yeah, I feel bad yeah, about doing it. Nah, you no, know.
2: you didn't do it deliberately, mate. It's one of those nah, things. You, happens, and, you, you and your child will have a big laugh about it one day.
1: Yeah, yeah. When
2: you get old enough, you'll probably be putting your nappies on because <laughs> yeah, we know, know, know that that's happens I'm worried, to the elderly. And it'll be, hey, remember babe. me, Dad? <laughs> remember <laughs> yeah. me? Goink. How do you like these apples? Yoink. <laughs> uh, well done, Mark. Thanks for the call. Uh, Gary's on the line. Gary. Yeah. What'd you do? Uh, my wife went out for the night and said uh, dinner's in the fridge. Unfortunately, the dinner that I and my son ate was food for the dog, which had been there about a week.
0: Oh, <laughs> the old pal.
2: Well, so, you know, I get it. Baby food and dog food can. They mm, come in little tins pal, and little yeah, bottles, pal. and you can, it's an easy to make. What worries me is why would you keep dog food for a week? Well, she had it in the fridge. It was leftover over food from, from one of our meals, uh, and I was to give it to the dog. All she said was food was in the, in the fridge. So I uh, gave Well, and when did you find out about a uh, When day she or two got later. home,
0: she said, what the hell has <laughs> happened here? And uh, anyway, we both woke up the following morning on his own. She
2: would have seen the funny side. Yeah. <laughs> no, is... yeah,
0: oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Took him, Dave. Case of brick lane for you as well, Gary. On I mate. think we've got time for Dave, a quick
2: one. Yeah. Damien, Damien, what did you do?
0: Yeah, gents. Yeah, young soul lost a tooth during the day. So I said, put in the glass. You know, Tooth Fairy will come.
2: Sure. About to head, head to bed, 11.30ish, 12 o'clock. Oh, geez, Tooth Fairy hasn't been yet. I'd better do her job for her. So mm-hmm. I look around, check the wallet. No coins. I've only got notes. You know, No tooth's worth five bucks. <laughs> I'll, I'll run down the car wash and throw five bucks in, get some coins out of that and come back. Five bucks in, car wash tokens.
0: Put <laughs> a 20 in there. All I got was car wash tokens. <laughs> Okay, Not one did, dollar coin to be seen. So I'm <laughs> in a winter jar. you put, you put uh, a and, car wash
2: and, token in the and, jar and left a note, and Tooth said maybe you can save these up and trade Dad for some real money. Redeem.
0: Took <laughs> <laughs> him down. You've also got a case of Brick Lane Draft coming uh, your way, Damien. Yeah, good story. Mostly guys. men I notice. It yeah, seems to be a theme, Mostly, doesn't it? Mostly
2: dads. Yeah, well done. Exactly.
0: Everybody. Hey, Titus O'Reilly's going to join us in just a moment. This is Malloy all around Australia on Triple M. Toots. This is Malloy. I can't it Returning with more sport. To this is Titus O'Reilly.
2: Direct from the cheap seats uh, where he's shooting the lights out. I, hello, Titus. How are you? Oh,
1: I, I could not be better.
2: <laughs> I watched it the other night and uh, a story we covered here, too. I'm fascinated by the Dutch guy who got 48 drinks back to <laughs> yeah. his seat. It's just oh, extraordinary.
1: That, I, I want to be friends with that guy. That's that's <laughs> the, that, that might, He might be the greatest person that's ever lived.
2: That guy's going to come in handy at the MCG. That's all I'm saying. You put him on an aisle seat and off you go. It would well, be we, we could hire him.
1: I, I wonder if he does that. Hey, I, I would fly
2: him in. I would fly him <laughs> in from the Netherlands. I would put, put him up at a five-star hotel and just say, you're on call. <laughs> uh, and, and take it from there. Let's have a look at the world of sport. Uh, what is going on with Ben Simmons? I can't follow this. I, does he? He's turning up to training, but he doesn't want to be there. Is it for financial
1: reasons? Tell me what is happening. Well, he wants to be traded. So he had a bad end to last season where he was seen as not taking shots when he should have. So his teammates got annoyed with him. So he's been wanting to get traded, and they haven't tr- found a trade that's worth it. So he's stuck there. So he's decided, well, I'll just be so hot, like, you know, non-involved that they'll oh. trade me. He played practice with his phone in his pocket. Is- <laughs> <He> <laughs> at one great-
2: stage during a drill, he carried 48 beers. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I so, he's, you're telling me he's got his phone in his pocket. Was there not a drill where he just refused to participate, where they all ran round and he just stood there?
1: Yeah, he just refused to participate and then he also, they did a huddle where they all put their arms in and he he just hovered in the background, you know, like, it's, it's do you know what, like, what I don't think Australians relate to is if we all decided not to go to work, because he's been banned now from coming to practice, yeah. the fact that you don't want to be at work and you hate all your colleagues is not reason to go to work, not go to work, or none of us would ever be going to work, ever.
2: (laughs) That's right. That's one of the sneaky side effects of lockdown. You you don't have to see Dave every day. Oh, I'm right here, mate. I can hear you. It's exactly it is. And by the way, Dave's been on a go slow now for about three years. So so as teammates go, is he not great?
1: He's not great. There's been worse. There's been a lot of... And there's a lot of American sports players that have been terrible teammates. My favourite of all time, the worst teammate who got his club in enormous amount of trouble was a guy called Plexico. Right away, you know, that's a great name. (laughs) He was a wide receiver for the New York Giants. And he got fined 50 times in four seasons. And in one game, he got fined $60,000. He got $20,000 for in the post-game interview, bagging the officials. He got 20000 for unsportsmanlike conduct, which was verbal abuse of an umpire, 5000 for throwing the ball into the stands, and 15000 <laughs> 15, for slapping a referee in the face. <laughs> okay. That's one game. That's one had, game. And he was playing then, well, apparently. <laughs> and he was a really good player. Then he went to a nightclub in New York. And he was carrying illegally a Glock pistol and it, he hadn't secured it properly, so it fell down his jean's leg and he went to grab it and it went off and he shot himself in the leg. <laughs> oh, no. While well, it was possibly, making it rain. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and so he actually had to go to for that for because he had other guns on his possession. He went to jail for two years. And this is the thing I love, and I'd never heard of this before, in America, they have prison consultants. So you hire someone to tell you how to behave in prison and get you ready for going into prison. So, like a
2: personal trainer before you go who gets you into the prison centers. Yeah,
1: like, is- I don't know. It probably tells you how to behave in the showers, where to look, <laughs> what to say. Gee, yeah, I hope those Melbourne supporters have got a prison consultant over there
2: in WA right now.
1: No, oh, they could afford no it, I think bed. they'd have the best, of, the best prison consultant in Australia would be coming to <laughs> them. It'll be like
2: finishing school. <laughs> it's going, no, no. How to ladle your food properly. Does the ladle go outside the... Anyway, hey, quickly, before we go to a break, uh, I want to ask you about Djokovic in the Australian Open. True or false, he may not
1: get to play because he refuses to get jabbed. Yeah, they're saying if you're not jabbed, not only can you not play in the Australian Open, you can't get it into Australia, which to me just says, what a miracle vaccine this is. It (laughs) stops you dying and it keeps Djokovic out of your country. That's fantastic. You know, they should just train the ball boys
2: to run out with a syringe. <laughs> just, <laughs> so they, yeah, they roll your balls back and they come out and then just whoosh, bang, yep. right in the bot-bot. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Hey, can you hang around, Titus? I want to get uh, involved with the Dolphins, uh, the new expansion team in the NRL, and uh, get to the bottom of everything going on
0: there. A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> This is Malloy. It is joined by Titus O'Reilly as well. By the way, the cheap seats are shooting the lights out and you can catch the replay tonight, 9.40 on Channel 10. It is Malloy on Triple M. All right, we know what
2: we're doing. Let's talk NRL and expansion teams. Let's talk about uh, the Dolphins. Is it true they're going to take, I heard they're going to take the Redcliffe out of the Dolphins. Is that true?
1: Yeah, they are. They haven't sort of announced whether it's going to be Queensland or Brisbane Dolphins, but they're they're getting rid of Redcliffe, which some people are a bit annoyed about.
2: Well, you know, I mean, I would have thought
1: that's part and parcel of the origin story, mm. is it not? Well, sort of it is. I mean, there's no tougher name than the Dolphins. <laughs> in, the, in the NRL, I don't know if the Dolphins is really... No, you know, the Redcliffe bit's not the problem. Yes. <laughs>
2: I'm just stuck with the Redcliffe subbed out Dolphin for yeah, for something
1: so- a bit more intimidating than... <laughs> I just um, I love expansion teams. I just love the idea of them. They they so often go badly. I mean, remember the NSL, the National Soccer League, before the yes. A League came along. Yep. It, in twenty eight years, it had forty two different teams. <laughs> <laughs> so when you lose <laughs> when you're losing clubs, reach really one a year. The NBL had from nineteen seventy nine. They had thirty teams. Yes. All up, so they were going through. You know, they had the. East Melbourne Spectres, the City of Sydney Astronauts. <laughs> because when you think Sydney, you think astronauts. Oh, <laughs> my nice. they're synonymous. With, they're they're synonymous with that. Or oh, my favourite, this is my favourite sporting team name of all time in the NBL, the Launceston Casino City Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> just,
2: How's that going?
1: Really-
2: we'll uh, have oh, be big
1: bets on that team. <laughs> I think they got cancelled. I think it was the end, but... The 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 Gold Coast though the, the thing about the Dolphins that they'll do well is they're not in the Gold Coast, which is the Gold Coast is, you know, putting a team on the yeah. Gold Coast is like invading Russia in winter. Many have tried. <laughs> <laughs> it's the killing <laughs> fields. There's just it's... no. How many teams have gone there to die?
2: I just has there well, ever been a successful franchise in the Gold Coast
1: in any God. code? Not really, because when you think about it, it, it's like the mirage. It's it's the fastest growing area in the country. So every sporting administrator looks at that and goes, yes. "Oh, I got to get in there." Yeah, but they don't. It's the fastest growing for people who want to go to the beach. And don't <laughs> want to play to watch sport. Yeah, exactly. What do you call the? What you call Coast...
2: ex- they, I call the expansion team the Gold Coast
1: Influencers? <laughs> <laughs> this, the, so they had the Gold Coast Titans are currently there in the NRL. But before yeah. that, they had the Gold Coast Tweed Giants who then yeah. became the Gold Coast Seagulls, who became the Gold Coast Gladiators <laughs> and ended up the Gold Coast Chargers and then folded. Yeah, the <laughs> NBL had the Gold Coast Cougars who became the Gold Coast Rollers and then folded in six years. Yeah, they sure. then announced the Gold Coast Blaze, who then lasted five seasons. But the best is the Gold Coast... We had the Brisbane Bears that were managed to combine... They weren't based in Brisbane. They were based <laughs> in the Gold Coast. And they were a koala, which isn't a bear. <laughs> so they were, uh, and,
2: and they were a Carrara. Do you remember Carrara? They were Carrara. Carrara?
1: Remember Christopher Scase owned them, remember? Yeah, he did. And like- he was the, he, it was co- going to cost him $4 million. And at the press conference announcing them, he hadn't paid up the money. So he handed an envelope to the head of the AFL, Ross Oakley, and said, here's my $4 million. And Ross Oakley thought, great, in front of the media, I'll open up the envelope and show the cheque. And Skase leant <laughs> over and said, gentlemen, don't open envelopes in public. Yes. So the minute the press conference is over, Ross Oakley runs to the bathroom, rips open the envelope, and there is nothing in the envelope <laughs> at all. Which, <laughs> But the, the my favourite's Clive Palmer's Gold Coast United. Remember okay. he had the Gold Coast United there? I do. The, he, he was annoyed that the fans didn't show up, so he closed all the grandstands except one and only let 5,000 people come in. And then he gave an interview where he said, football's a hopeless game and the rugby league is much better. This is the guy that owns the team. <laughs> he called the A-League a joke and said it was insignificant as part of his business empire. Problematic. And just 1, 000- Problematic. He then put freedom of speech on his, the tops of people because he, he was in a fight with the A-League and they were trying to stop him saying things. And when they tried to fine him to say that was against them, he said, no, that was for refugees. <laughs> <That> was-
2: <laughs> Private owners of clubs is very problematic. Um, yeah. you know, we
1: always remember Alan Bond's reign at Richmond. Well, he uh, once said, I've always been a big fan of the red and the black. And the AFL at one point had Jeffrey Elderson own the Swans, Scase owned the Brisbane Bears, John Elliott was head of uh, John Elliott was head of Carlton, and the island of Nauru owned Fitzroy. <laughs> <laughs> the phosphates, the Fitzroy phosphates.
2: Um, I do remember once a, a story where Christopher skase they, they thought someone was flying in to see Christopher skase and they thought it was the head of the AFL, and it wasn't. It was his hairdresser. <laughs> It was chop it in and chop it out. He, hey, we've got he, to... once,
1: he once sent a private jet from Queensland to Melbourne to pick up a wife, his wife's dress from the tailors.
2: Fair no cool. <laughs> and, and Warwick Capper's shorts. Hey, uh, Titus, we've got to go. Uh, we're coming out of lockdown. You'll be out gigging again very soon, I'm guessing. And you'll be putting it about in a pub at some stage this weekend, no doubt. Your natural yeah, habitat, yeah. sir. Every minute cannot
0: wait. Good on you, Titus. Well done, Titus. Titus O'Reilly. There it is, Malloy. Nick Natanui, not far away. Triple M for the drive home. This is Malloy with Nick uh football legend, West Coast Eagle. Shout out to Triple M in Perth as well. He's going to join us in just a moment. He's written a book, so we'll be catching up with Nick.
2: Great. Cannot wait. one of the superstars on and off the field. So good, a terrific isn't he? fella. He's a good bloke. He's a a great role model yeah. and a uh, bloody funny. He's a, he's a yeah. He's a, no, he a gets boxes. it. He gets chips it. Shits me a bit. <laughs> Too much talent. Yeah, no, hey, uh, before we get to the song wish, we are talking about bad parenting. I oh, think yeah. Simone is on the line. Hi oh, hey, Simone. Hey guys,
0: how you going?
2: it's a, you're a late call, but I think you deserve it. Um, uh, tell us about your bad parenting.
1: I'm admitting it. Mm-hmm. Um my son's 29 and when he was seven, he had a football fetish and yep. every oval we went past or every park he had to pull up and kick the ball.
0: Good oh. on him. That's good. And yeah. then,
1: um, this lady come over and talked to me this day and I said, get in the car, mate. And then when I pulled up at the survey to get him a, a slushie, I, I went over and he wasn't there.
0: Oh, no. And, and
2: where like, was he?
1: oh, my God. He was still at the park. But <laughs> you know what? I went all the way back to the park and he didn't even realise I was gone.
0: Oh, so you left him there, come home, did your chores and got back and he's still there. Yes, oh, that's, yeah. Well, <laughs> ah, well, well you don't
2: even need to get a babysitter. You can just leave the house yeah. for a couple of days and drop him come off. back. Oh, and
1: He's going to be horrified if he hears this. What's his name? I have told him about it. His name's Lindsay Jackson. No,
0: <laughs> you will be dropping that's you off
1: in the options. park soon,
0: I reckon, Mum. <laughs> Hey, do nah. good, Dave. I've got uh, $100 worth of grilled on its way there for you, you Simone, so enjoy that, courtesy of Malloy. Good on right. you. Time, Time for, for this. Nah.
3: Dave,
1: Dave, the song whisperer.
0: He, give us the, the uh, synopsis. Synopsis, synopsis is, it's a song dedicated to the white trash of the USA. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. There it is. That's the synopsis. Cotton Eye Joe. Ooh, Rednecks. That was the band. If hadn't been forgotten, Cotton Eye Joe. Ba- been yeah. married a long time ago. Ah, no. It's not Rednecks. Are you going to play a bit? or? Oh, you want to hear a bit? Yeah, sure. Here it is. I'd been, been married long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you
2: go? Where did you come from Cotton Eye Joe? That's going to be my weddings. Why? Here we get married. It's not right, though. <laughs> All right, you get the idea. one This is Malloy. This
1: is Malloy.
0: To gather back around your wireless, people, here comes the big second
2: hour of Malloy. It's going to be a cracker, people. Nick Natanui, uh will be on the show to talk about Little Nick's Big World. It's a children's book. He's bloody good at it. He's a super fella. He's a ripper. And yeah. he's coming in to talk all things literature and sport with us in just a moment. Gone Wild is up and running. Pablo oh, Escobar's hippos are being sterilised. No! <laughs> say it ain't so. They're say. running amok. Uh, we'll have a zebra watch, and uh, something has been happening at the Belgian embassy. Oh, okay. Uh, in Canberra. That's you know, those crazy Belgians. <laughs> Stick to chocolate. <laughs> all I'm saying. We'll take your calls, we'll take your tweets, but let's start with this like, one. One of Dave's two signature segments. The other one, of course, is Dave's Corner. You've got to go to the it's podcast. only a couple of minutes You've of got a podcast. To get it
0: directly. It'll feed with uh, Malloy and uh, off you go. Thanks, all mate. All right. Uh, synopsis mind. today, please. Yes, it's a song dedicated to the white trash of the USA. I'm
2: Donald Trump and I approve this message.
1: Let's
0: go straight to the call,
2: sure. shall we? Travis is on the line. Travis, what are you thinking?
1: Uh, Copperhead Road by Steve Earle.
0: (laughs) Wow, we do play this one. We have for a pretty long time as well on the M's.
2: Ninety-four, I reckon. I back announced. <laughs> yes. Copperhead Road by Steve Earle yes. on this
0: very network. Classic rock song we do ah. love. but it. No, it's not Copperhead Road. I tell you what,
2: just because uh, that song means so much to this network, do him. Dave. Case of Brick Lane draft for I'm you. Coming away. Oh. Well done. Uh, available at Dan Murphy's. So good, Thomas. What hey. are you thinking? Thomas,
0: uh, Thomas. Thomas, Sweet Home Alabama. Leonard Skinner. Oh, good. Skinner. Call. Oh. good. On the available information we have, yep. that's right in the wheelhouse It does, and it's a sad anniversary today Or oh, was it yesterday of the, uh, the plane crash that killed half the band Back in 1977 I don't mean to bring the mood down a little, but a uh, little anniversary uh, No, not Sweet Home Alabama uh, no,
2: Oh, bad right. luck, Thomas, good, Thomas good one Chris is on the line, Chris
0: Mick, how you going? Uh, what are you I've thinking, buddy? Pretty fly for a white guy I'm oh, pretty <laughs> Fly for a white guy. It is again a good thump in the chicks all the boxes, doesn't it? We play it a lot, Dave. Bring pretty fly for a white guy. No, it's not no. that either. Sorry, Chris. Can't give Sorry. you the chalkies. Duke him, Dave. I'll give you a case of Brick Lane Draft, though, mate. So you're being stingy today. What mate. do you mean? You're well,
2: well, 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 giving away a lot of my beer, but none well. of the big stuff. Well, for the winner, when we get the the big stuff going. Well, if we have a winner, Tom's oh, okay. on the line. Tom, come on, Tom, have a crack. Um, American idiot by Green Day. So being American, idiot?
0: Nation by the media? Oh, yeah. What's well, he talking
2: about? Uh, American
0: American. Kind of seems like uh, a bit of a theme going on there. Uh, And with the extra clue... I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Absolutely right. Wow! Green Day's American Idiot, and thanks to Chicane Tools, you got yourself $300 worth of tools where you nut it out, you turn to Chicane Tools. Let's get it on American Idiot. Well done to you, Tom. Stick around. Up next, Nick Natanui. It is Malloy on Triple M. Driving you
3: home. This is...
0: And a shout out to 92.9 Triple M in the great state of WA, Triple M Perth, where uh, our next guest is joining us is a brand new book out called Little Nick's Big World. It's available now in bookstores or online. Nick Natanui joining us here on Malloy on Triple M.
2: Uh, Joining us hot off his brilliant appearance stroke performance on the grand final edition of Front Bar. Congratulations. Just before we get started and into your book, tell us... How you think it all went over there in WA for the grand final and the aftermath?
3: Yeah, I think it was pretty good. Um, I guess as a, as a current player, I was pretty jealous of um, what our state showcased. And, um, no, I think West Australians really adopted it. And, um, yeah, we're custodians for the day. But I think we did a pretty good job. But I don't think we're ever going to see it again. You never
2: know. And uh, the only thing that could have made it even more atmospheric would have been the West Coast Eagles in that game. You would have blown the lid off that oh, joint. Imagine. I think the whole state would have lost its tiny pea-sized mind. <laughs> Nick, you could have ended up at Melbourne. Did that occur to you at the time as you were watching that game, how close you came?
3: Yeah, someone reminded me a couple of times. I was walking around the stadium. I um, I had a meeting with Melbourne, as it's famously known, and they told me I was going to come to the Lawn Red. And um, no, nah, I never eventuated. I got shafted by uh, Jack Watt. So <laughs> I'm happy with the decision. I think next time I'll just have to make sure our team, the West Coast Eagles, get
2: there instead. You will indeed. And just quickly before we leave, it have you swung by jail to see the Melbourne supporters who came over and have been locked up for ten months in a West Australian jail? Have you have you dropped them off a copy of your book at least?
3: I booked in next week, so I'll go and see the
2: boys. Nice. Got a bit more than they bargained for then. They really don't like Victorians in WA. You want to come here illegally? Cop that. Yep. He's plenty trying to think. About. Let's talk about your book congratulations this is your second Little Nick's A Big World Nick Natanui these are very good books and I'm not saying that because we're promoting your book but I everyone I speak to and all parents of young children absolutely love and was anticipating the first one and was anticipating the second one tell me how you started and came up with the idea to start writing children's books Nick
3: oh I guess as a footballer you go to a lot of schools and uh, you visit you know a lot of the the young youth and the the younger children as well and I thought there was a niche there to you know help spread the message without making it i guess too full on and children's books eventuated after that so no I've really enjoyed doing it it's been something that's been tough to do. I thought it'd be pretty easy to do, but received well the first time, and this time hopefully it's just as well.
2: I gave them to Dave, but they go over his head. They're a bit bit too complicated. Can you tell me a bit about your childhood and your experiences as a child that you'd like to relate to others?
3: Yeah, it's probably um, displayed a little bit in the book in in smaller parts. Um, I guess being different, looking different, I grew up uh, here in Perth, and there was no real Fijians or people with funny-looking hair and dark skin um, (laughs) at my school, and uh, in particular, AFL as well. So Decision to play football was hard for me because I couldn't really relate with anyone. I think the the closest guy that looked similar to me was Derek Kickett. So, (laughs) um, yeah, in a Danny
2: DeVito (laughs) twins kind of way,
3: (laughs) I I reckon. No, I just want to draw on some of these past experiences and and put in the book things like you know being scared at school on the first day or um, eating different food. My lunchbox was always different to everyone else's. Um, You watch movies like The Wog Boy and stuff growing up, and you see. Some of the lunch boxes there and I, I could relate because mine had fish and, and curry and rice and things like that and I was always embarrassed to bring it out at lunchtime and what was the
2: attitude was it yeah. intrigue or was it uh, hostility what because you were different uh, what, was the, what was it
3: yeah a bit of hostility a bit of intrigue I, I think a little bit of bullying as well was probably um, you know partially there as well and I think you know making things like this book um, will hopefully help children out there who go through the similar things to, to understand that it's okay to be different it's okay to um, be unique as well.
2: And what's your process? Do you come up with a story yourself, or do you workshop it with a bunch of people? Mm. Tell me how you you decide mm. on a story to resonate with kids.
3: A lot of brainstorming. Um, my the publishers are over in um, in Melbourne and, and Alan and Umwin and a lady named Susanna who's over there and, and Mel who works for my management company as well have been spent countless hours back and forth with me on Zoom and FaceTiming and throwing up ideas and. Uh, to be honest, I thought I knew what I was doing. I thought, oh, how hard can it be? You get a couple of pictures and tuck a few words in together, but <laughs> there's a lot more to it because um, I didn't realise the parents have to enjoy it as much as the children do because yeah. they're going to be the ones that are reading it the majority of the time. Yeah.
2: So I can tell you, as, as a father mm-hmm. of, of young twin boys, to me, I would always take them to a movie or read them a book that I got much enjoyment mm-hmm. out of. So it's kind of worlds colliding and mm-hmm. you need to – Engage both parties. What about illustrations? Who does that for you?
3: Yeah, Fatima. She's she's based in El Salvador, of all places. We came across her a number of years ago, and she's got does really well with colors, and oh, I love the way that she does it. I think the biggest thing that we wanted to do was make sure kids buy the book, and you know actually have to take it off the bookshelf and sit down and read it. Yeah. Um, it's easy enough to do it all, you know, via video on YouTube and audio books, and and let the kids sit there on their iPad or something. But um, I thought if Fatima can really, you know, add a bit of color and a bit of flavor to it. Kids will be drawn to the book.
2: Are you tempted or can you see this being turned into an animated series like a Bluey or something like that one day? Would you like to see that?
3: Oh, that's probably something I haven't really thought about. Maybe if it goes well, um, I'll be knocking on your doors. Maybe you can be (laughs) a voice. Someone in in the
2: book. Pick a character. Who can I be? Let's workshop oh, it now. The dog that runs fast. You
3: can you can just yes. bark. Yes.
2: Do I get to lick my own testicles I can, in, I in the scene? No, that's going to be in the. Book. What about a scene where I've got a bucket on my head? No, no, no. What about this? I'm in the back of a Ute and my head's out the window and I hit a post. No, no, no. I, the last page, I drag my bottom on the ground in circles to spell out a message. To, uh, Done, sold, you're in. To, to the kids. By the way, <laughs> I should point out, I may or may not be in an upcoming episode of Bluey.
3: That's awesome. Oh, there, you just lost your spot in
2: my book now, so <laughs> go Bluey. God, it's not either or. <laughs> You've made a very powerful enemy, Nat Nui.
0: Dave, where are the book signings? Where can people right. come along and see Nick? Saturday, uh, 11.30, uh, Dimmick's up, Dimmick's Garden City at 2.30 on Saturday. Then on Sunday, uh, Big W Midland Gate at 11.30 and Karen Dimicks Sunday, 2.30pm. Go and get your book signed. In my
2: lunchbox, I had a cheese stick, box of sultanas, and a Vegemite sandwich. That All the basic food <laughs> groups covered. Is that okay? I'm jealous, mate. I'm jealous. <laughs> I wish I had that. Good on you, Nick. Thanks well for your Nick. time today, and good luck with the book. Keep up the good work. It's a great read, and it's got some good messages in it, and I'm sure parents would uh, willingly like their kids to be digesting this stuff.
3: Awesome. Thanks very much, guys. Nick Natanui, Little
0: Nick's Big World. It's available now in-store online. Driving
1: you
0: home. This,
1: this is-,
2: is Malloy. Oh. Gone wild. Okay, everybody, let's start today and check in with Pablo Escobar's hippos. Uh, these are the cocaine hippos. Yeah. Uh, You remember, owned by the drug lord, went on a rampage, then started mating. They've been causing havoc. They've been on a bender as they make their way across. Very uh, vicious
0: animals too, by the way, your uh, your hippo. They're the most dangerous. They say in Africa
2: they are the most dangerous. More than a lion and a tiger? No, forget your lion and tiger, forget your crocodile. More humans
0: are taken by hippos. Because they kind of look a bit dopey and stupid, don't they? You look at them with their...
2: Oh, you've got to love the hippo. Yeah. I mean, it looks, you know, look, they've been in a good paddock. And... That's right. There's a couple of things I like about them. Mm. The way they walk on the bottom of the river.
0: That's right. you seen Tiny them? little legs.
2: <laughs> uh, the little fatties. Yeah. So they go, oh, bugger this, I'm not even going
0: to uh, bother. Ah. And they just walk along the bottom. That's right, with and... the eyes just on the top, just looking out. No, they can get right under, Dave.
2: They can get right under. They can. You cannot see them. That How
0: long can underwater? they hold their breath for then if they're going under? is It, well, it uh...
2: depends if they're f- using a snorkel. <laughs> Dave, they can walk across the Nile. And the other things they do, which I love, is when they get their ears twirling. You know, yeah, twirling that's ears. right.
0: They go around in the circle. How,
2: and when they uh, take a dump and get the tail going... <laughs> it's like uh, throwing poo at a fan. <laughs>
3: is that right? All,
2: all of a sudden... Well, it's oh, raining it chocolate all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, life. There they go. Uh, but anyway, uh, mm. here's the news story. They're being sterilised.
0: Oh, OK. Escobar's unwanted legacy, Colombian environmentalists say they've become the biggest herd outside Africa. With no natural predators, more than 80 hippos have come to Rome. 24 animals have had to be treated with a chemical that will make them infertile. Oh,
2: OK. Uh, they should do the same thing with Collingwood support. <laughs> Round them up, sterilisation. The, yeah, that's pretty that. final. What's going on in
0: Canberra with the Belgian embassy? Oh, have uh, you heard about this. So apparently, the uh, our ambassador, the Belgian ambassador, has had uh, some uh, some ducks killed. From who uh, killed the ducks? I think foxes. So I think it's like a natural kill. Because no, you know, it wasn't like uh, a bunch of kids with too much spare time on their hands. It was a no. There was no sort of Laurie Levy sort of style protest or anything happening at no the end. No just No, in. no, no. It was your fox. And the fox. I mean, you talk about your natural killers. Bloody hell, those foxes. They're, they're no good. In domestic areas, big deal. He's the ambassador's had his ducks killed by a fox. Been gifted a couple of alpacas as uh, substitutes for the ducks. How alpacas that
2: substitute for a duck?
0: I have no idea. An
2: alpaca's like a big
0: stupid goat <laughs> with long hair. Pretty adorable. So walking ugg boot.
2: Why? <gasps> why do you reward him? He can't look after a duck. Why does he get an alpaca?
0: Apparently, they'll try and uh, if they're uh, being uh, approached by a fox, they'll corner them in. And they'll stamp them with their toenail and 60 kilograms of weight behind them, see? So it's so it's a guard alpaca. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right. So what it is? Oh, man, it's good hair, the alpaca. You that can get good. a really good poncho out
0: you of an alpaca. Can you milk an alpaca? I don't know whether you can. But Dave, I'd like to see you try. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, milking, we're in Goldwild yep. here right now. What about this? Kenya's largest export is a new beverage. It is cappuccinos made with a splash of camel's milk. Mick. What? <laughs> Here's the story. Have a listen. We have
3: uh, the camel chino, which is the normal cappuccino, but with the camel milk. And we have the camel latte. Most of our clientele are from uh, Somali community. We are going to introduce
1: more camel products, such as the camel burger, camel sausages, and also the camel steak.
0: We got nuts with the camels in Kenya.
1: Camel chino. Camel
2: Camel milk, can I tell you a story? You know, yeah. my mate Jimmy, we go to oh, his yeah. place to meet his feast, feast yes. uh, my favourite Greek restaurant yes. in Australia. He used to run a cafe. Before it was a bar and mm. restaurant, it was a cafe. He had 12 different types of milk in his cupboard. Too he much, had Jimmy. just soy, uh, chai, yeah. oat, yeah. and all uh, this and uh, all this decaffeinated Too blah, much. blah blah. He said he had 12 different open cartons of milk. Oof. And then someone came in says bar and said, uh, you wouldn't have any camel milk, would you?" <laughs> Get
3: out. He
2: he kicked him <laughs> out, shut the doors, and reopened as a bar. No, that was the the, the <laughs> nail in swear, the coffin. That was the moment he
0: went... Camel bogus. milk. You
2: know some of the most pure camels in the world? We do. Do we? Up in the Territory and up really? in the Kimberley. Because very early on in the piece, we had camel traders or herders yes. who came out with their camels. Right. And then they left, and the camels went wild, went Just nuts up there. and And then they go back to Saudi Arabia and all those places. Yeah. And they've been, over years, they've right. been diluted and whatever. Yeah, Apparently, right. they come out here, and our camels. And they're pure.
0: Are, yeah. Some are the best in the world. Have you ever eaten camel? Because they're making camel burgers in Kenya now. So, where uh, have camel? Right? I've I rode try. one once. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty boring. I, they spit, though. You've got to
2: look out. You might oh, man, they, no, the spitting llamas are the ones. I, I used to go down to the zoo and watch the spitting llamas mm-hmm. and watch. Other people get spat on. God, it was fun. I was supposed to be at uni at the time. Yeah, at right, Melbourne, okay. uni, Melbourne Uni is very close to the zoo. Yeah. So let's just say after a cooking you, <laughs> you would head down to the zoo, set yourself up out near the spitting llamas, and yep. just before they spit, they grit their teeth. Okay. And so let's just say a lot of uh, tourists are not savvy in the way of the spitting llama. <laughs> would see them, think, oh, that's cute, and move in yeah, for a photo. And you'd go, oh, here we go. Here we go. here. And Wooshka about a litre and a half, <laughs> smack bang. They could hit you between the eyes from about 20 feet. Oh, they were good. Well
0: done, camels. I did love them. All right,
2: we'll be back with more Gone Wild in just a moment. It's
0: Malloy on Triple M. Driving you home, this, this is Malloy. We're doing Gone Wild. We do that on a Thursday. Uh, look at the, the world of animals, the animal kingdom. And uh, they never disappoint, me.
2: Hey, three zebras are still on the run over in america from prince george uh, county Mm. they're trying to capture them here's how it's being reported federal state and county agencies are now working together to try and catch two zebras that have
0: been on the loose for over a month officials now confirming that a third zebra has died after it got caught in an illegal snare trap
2: this particular owner they escaped from has a long list of violations of the federal animal welfare act these are not domesticated animals and they do not belong in people's backyard. Mm. Look, I'm no tracker, but if I wanted to capture the zebras, I would just wait mm. and set up uh-huh. and snare them at a zebra crossing. <laughs> Eventually, they're going to do it, aren't they? They're going to, you wait, I you guess, take it out.
0: I guess. You're either going to get a zebra or one of the beetles. Heavy <laughs> be road style. That's where they have to cross. No, they're zebras. They're not zebras, by the way. You keep saying zebra. That's uh, the mate, American way, yeah, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and it's Blink 182,
0: not <laughs> Blink 182, mate. They're zebras. Zebras? We call them zebras in Australia. We don't call XYZ, we go XYZ. Yeah,
2: but there's an E after it, Dave. So I'm announcing the E. <laughs> oh, mate, don't make me get David Attenborough. I'll get David Attenborough on the line. Just... I mean,
0: It does pay me it's to. It's a zebra, co- you dick. I, I, hate, I hate correcting you, but I always. <laughs> we learn at school they were called zebras. Here's how you pronounce Dave. Knob. Knob. <laughs> the K is silent. I just wanted just to. Go there probably is some a... official ruling. I mean, no. um, okay, well zebra. Zebra. Okay. okay, we'll go with zebra. But that's you know, if you're northern hemisphere, I suppose. Call them zebra <laughs> you know, I've told this story before, but my favourite.
2: Remember the Jackass boys? Yeah. That they did. This is one of the best bit of footage I've ever seen. Yes. A couple of the blokes from Jackass went to the, I think the Serengeti, and got in a pantomime zebra <laughs> costume. <laughs> And started grazing, was attacked by a lioness, and they started oh running in the zebra. My God. System, and the lioness comes, jumps on the hind legs of the zebra, pulls it down to reveal the two blokes, <laughs> and is so startled, runs off.
0: Unbelievable. It is oh one my of God. the
2: single greatest stunts That's crazy. I
0: have ever seen. They seem like a bit of a dick, to be honest, the zebra, though, not seem like a friendly sort of, you know.
2: They've got harems. You know, the guys do have I? harems are full of women or, or harems, if that's what you'd prefer, Dave. I know you're <laughs> I hope so they do. correcting you. Yeah, but okay. it doesn't seem like their thing. It feels like that's a bit of an overreach for yeah. me. Like the king of the jungle, yes, yeah, you can have, a good you point. have a But you're a freaking zebra. <laughs> you're, just a, you're a horse with stripes. Like yes, Whitney?
1: Uh, I've just done some research. In oh, the UK and Australia, it's pronounced zebra. Thank you. In America, it's pronounced zebra.
2: I hate correcting you all, man. What pain's we, uh, gonna do it. Dave. Sorry, Dave. Dave oh, no, I hate shit. <laughs> Whitney, I don't believe that. By the way, what's your source?
1: Um, a website well. called pronounceitright.com. dot
0: <laughs> It's pronounce, it's pronunciation, <laughs> not pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. Oh, no, you stick with zebra. That's cool. Mate, I'm only jumping the gun because I know we'll get calls on it,
2: and I'll just. I'd like, like to put. I'd like oh. to put, put one in, like the. Uh, 12th stall for the Melbourne Cup. We'll <laughs> see how it goes.
0: Racing? What the hell? What is that? I don't think I've ever seen anyone on the back of a zebra before. I don't know whether you can pop a saddle or not. Mean, I don't. They're a bit of a dick. Cop a kick in the face <laughs> and uh, Break a hey, jaw. you'll know it. Yeah. We're going out with one story. Okay, what is it? More. Uh, Tell what me? about the pig kidney transplant? Have you heard about this? For Stop. the first time, a pig kidney has been transplanted into a human without rejection by the recipient. Um, here's the new story. Dr. Robert Montgomery and a team attached a genetically engineered pig kidney to a pair of large blood vessels from the leg of a human body. The test involved a recently deceased woman. Her family agreed after knowing her wish to contribute to science. The gene-edited pig was engineered to eliminate sugar in its cells that causes organ rejection. She's already dead. Well, the the So what have we achieved
2: here? If I want anything from a pig, I'm going (laughs) to eat it. Okay, I'll take the kidney, yes. But you know what I'm gonna do? Woof it. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't want it to strain my urine. No. <laughs> Pop it in a fry pan, thanks. Okay. And you hear that? That's my tummy rumbling. The oh. doctor looked more like a butcher. A little smock on, his little mask. Are you a doctor? Yeah, yeah, of course I'm a doctor. <laughs> yum, yum,
1: yum, yum. <laughs> A drive home that's pretty loose. This is
0: Malloy. Man, it's thanks to Ladbrokes, and you can Ladbroke at this spring carnival. Of course, gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. And I'm polishing my phone as we speak. Are you? <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> I'm just blowing on it, fogging it up. You need <gasps> one of those $27 cloths just to one make the sure it's super
2: clean, you know? Because I need my Ladbrokes app in perfect Oof. mint condition for the big weekend busy, of Racing busy. Dave. Yeah, uh, all around Australia. But let's not forget this. Mm. This is possibly the biggest night of the year for anyone living in Melbourne and even around the country. You see, not only tomorrow night do we come out of lockdown oh, in yeah, Melbourne, that's right. but bang, the Manacado Steaks oh, is going oh, round. Don't you idiots. It's Friday <laughs> night. Listen up. Yeah. I don't care what state you're in, get your Ladbrokes app out and ready to go, muchachos. Tomorrow night, as we get ready for our weekend of non-stop action. It's the best, the fastest in the business, and wow. I've
0: got the Bondi
2: Stakes in New South Wales, the invitation. Cox Plate is coming up. So much going on Whoa. right now. And the blended Alley.
0: bet's th- something you might want to try too, which allows user to select several runners within one race and combine their odds into a single fixed win price. So, the blended bet, Very popular, as is the uh, the same race, Multi, as well, which allows you to multi-different finishing positions in the same race for a bigger potential payout as well. So get amongst it. Have some fun this weekend.
2: I know you choose the horses by the names, Dave. I do. That's why, that's why you went with Ginger Nuts. That's right. It's um, one of my favourites. Uh, won a lot of money on Ginger Nuts. Well, if you are... You got to be careful because sometimes people slip names in, mm. and you'll check this out occasionally on your Lead Brokes app. But yes. uh, here's one: a horse called Hoof, as yes. in hoof, and then Hearted. Okay. Uh, you'll see how the race caller struggles with this horse.
0: Colorado Coed Toaster toast does dozen on the inside. Quester's Jet who farted? Who farted on the outside? It's close. <laughs>
3: who farted in the winner's circle? Oh, uh, well
2: done, Hoof Hearted. Uh, That's uh You'd have to be on hoof hearted, wouldn't you?
0: <laughs> Bit of hey? extra puff in the end. I like
2: uh, yeah, it. We'd want a photo finish of hoof hearted. You <laughs> wouldn't want to be behind that horse any time
0: soon either. Silent but deadly. <laughs> no, that's exactly imagine right. Finishing, imagine
2: <laughs> finishing in the places to hoof
0: hearted. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that on your frame above your pool, you know your pool room. Yeah, who farted? There's the horse. At the there wing post. There is.
2: We are smack bang in the middle of so good. the greatest racing uh, of any time of the year. And you're an idiot <laughs> if you don't come fully prepared. You know what I'm going to do? What's that? You know you see detectives how they have their gun holsters? And oh they yeah, have a holster just under their jackets yeah, in the course. top pocket. I'm going to get one of those and keep my lead app in it. Oh, so that's a super my close thing. So I can just.
0: And it sort of protects your heart at the same oh, time. Oh,
2: wow. It's gonna... close to my heart. I can feel <laughs> the rhythm of the bloody brilliant well Ladbrokes done. app, you idiots. Get involved. I'm not I'm not asking. I'm telling. Do it. This is the only way to engage a gambling, a racing over the spring. Come on.
0: Ladbroke at this spring carnival. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. It is Malloy on Triple M. This is Malloy. Mick Malloy, mate, it's almost time. It's almost We're, time for lockdown to end. We are done and dusted.
2: Uh one more day if you're in Melbourne. Yes. Sydney's already out and about. Brisbane, watch yourself. COVID tests, COVID chances yeah. coming down the pike. Yeah, yeah, that's Get right. Get a lid on
0: it. Live yeah. on the Gold Coast.
2: Yes. You don't want to go through what we've been through, but we're very close now,
0: Dave. Yeah, well done to everybody who's been doing the hard yards. Uh, yeah, just about done. Hey, um, that's it for the show today. Been a great show too. Uh, we've had uh, sure. Nick Natanui on, a legend. He's got a children's book as well, which yep. is really good um, and always great. Tomorrow on the show, Merrick Watts is going to join us. We'll have Clown of the Week and a whole lot more. Back to drive you home again. And then to we will be going out for drinks after that. Gangbusters. Oh, by the way, Dave's Corner, episode 29, just dropped. Uh, Dave's oh, Corner yeah. is a disgrace today, by the way. Yeah. Well, it involves a medical procedure. <laughs> yes, it does. Wow. It uh, brings a tear to a glass eye for something. Uh, back to Drive Young tomorrow with Malloy on Triple This has been the Malloy Drive Show podcast.
1: Putting a bet on with Ladbrokes is as fast as tap, tap, boom. Campbell responsibly.
3: Call 1-800-858-858.